0: Log Talk Radio. Mm
1: As we go forth in the things of God I must tell you, however uh, That the lady that we prayed for uh, At the last service That received that um, unwarranted And unapproved injection Went home yesterday to be with the Lord And her daughter has been A member of this ministry for many years so there is a an attention note that I left in the chat room and in the prayer room uh concerning that matter. Amen. You know we are a loving family of believers and we don't ignore when uh one of our members has a need. Amen? It reads, Attention Saints, one of our members has lost her mother yesterday. If you desire to express your sympathies and love to her, please mail a sympathy card to Tammy at the ministry address. She has been a member for many years. Ministry address, Miracle Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 2715, Jacksonville, Florida, 32203. God bless you all. And I pray that you will keep her and her family in prayer. Amen. And that you will do what we always do and extend our sympathy uh, to our sister. And send a sympathy card. You know, sympathy cards are easy to send.
2: You have an address.
1: And God will bless us for being loving and thoughtful and kind because that's who we are. Amen. We love our members. So I want to thank the Lord uh, for her life, and I want to thank the Lord that her daughter was able Uh, to lead her to the Lord uh, before she went on to be with the Lord. Uh, We need prayers for her husband. They were married for years, and he needs our prayer support as well. Amen? So uh, you know what to do, saints. You know what to do. God lives in you. You know what to do. Amen? Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, We lift Tammy and her dad to you now We ask for the covering of the Holy Spirit We ask for them to be covered with the blood of Jesus We thank you, Father, for strengthening them For helping them through this time, Lord And for giving them a time of peace We give you praise We give you glory And we give you honor In Jesus' name Amen Amen So you know uh, pastor will forward those sympathy cards on as usual so you just obey the lord amen amen you know um it's my understanding uh that the departed wanted to live at least through christmas uh, but after um that shot uh that pretty much closed that door for her so um her family is is uh, grieving at a time when they would have enjoyed her company So it makes it a little more difficult, saints right? So let's be thoughtful, let's be kind Let's be loving, let's act like Jesus Amen? Amen Praise the Lord So um, Something else I'm supposed to tell you The Holy Spirit will bring it back to me Amen you know, many of us have experienced this already in life. And it's a blessing when the church comes together to put our arms around them, so to speak, and to say, I love you. I care. I'm praying for you. I'm holding you up in prayer. Because you never know what tomorrow brings, saints. You just don't know. So While you're trying to keep it all together And go forward in the Lord And do this and do that And people are calling for your attention here And your attention there Don't forget Tammy and her dad Amen Don't forget Tammy and her dad It's going to be difficult for them uh, To sit there And not remember past Christmases with her Okay So we want them to experience the love of God and the care of Jesus and his everlasting arms with them. Amen. So we're going to throw our arms around them in prayer. All right. Okay. I know you love. So now let some of the love out. Okay. Amen. Um, hmm. Uh, I'm not going to give you a particular deadline because I know everybody's extremely busy this time of year, but do what you can do. Amen. Do what you can do. Whatever God lays on your heart, that's what you do. Amen. Amen. And, Father, we just want to thank you for every opportunity that we have to show the love of Jesus, every opportunity that we have to display to people that Jesus really does love. Because I was told that as we were on the air the other night that her dad, for the very first time, listened to our broadcast. He'd never heard anybody speak in tongues before. Hmm. He'd never heard anybody speak in tongues before. And he became interested in What this is we're doing and what we're saying And what this means So keep them in prayer, amen Amen, praise the Lord So I pray that uh, you all have uh, your minds and your hearts set On how you're going to handle the holidays Amen Uh, We're not doing any idolatry Amen Amen That belongs to the pagan culture. You know, you drive down the street and you see these people with um, seven-eighths of the yard is um, the pagan culture and the snowman and the this and the that and, you know, all of that stuff. And way over in the back in the corner you see this little manger scene. And I go, "Uh, Lord, are the people schizophrenic? Or they can't figure out left from right Or they don't know any better Or what's the case And the answer basically is What they think is most important Is what you see emphasized If they think that the pagan culture celebration Is the the most important thing That's what you see the predominance of The Bible story Is the most important thing Then that's what you see the predominance of Amen And that's the way it really works The abundance of the heart The mouth speaks And sometimes the front yard too So saints We're not pagans We belong to God We are the children of the living God Amen We gave up the pagan world To walk with Jesus and so we're going to let our light shine, the light of Jesus that's in our hearts. Amen? Amen. We're going to let our light shine, the light of Jesus Christ through our lives. And I know some of you are um, are uh, going to spend time with your relatives, and they are of a different persuasion. But don't let that dampen your enthusiasm for Jesus during the holidays. They probably are not accustomed to seeing anyone who's sold out to Jesus. They've met church-going people before, but not someone who ardently and passionately loves the Lord. So we want to encourage you to be on fire for God during the holiday. Amen, we want to encourage you to see that he lives big in your life. Let them know that there's another way to go. You don't have to run up the electricity bill. Amen? Not required in this kingdom. Amen? You don't need to run up the electricity bill. All you need to do is let the love of God flow through you. Let people see someone who really thinks God is worth it, someone who really believes what he left in the Bible for, somebody who really follows him with their life, not with their words, with their life and their lifestyle. Amen? That's important, and that's what God is looking for us to do. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So, oh, I know what that announcement was, but I'm not ready to give that yet. So, um, we're going to get started. Yeah, it's about time. And uh, we want to thank you for your prayers for those three parties from uh, Wednesday night. Um, I believe recovery is uh, is a good thing. Amen? Amen. So. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you. Story that you will release from our hearts this year during what is called Christmas time. We are here and available to you, Lord, to be a light in a dark world. A world is full of anger, actually and hostility this year, and frustration. And yes, Lord, we know that when we're in the grocery line and we say Merry Christmas are grumbling, most people are not joyful, but we're going to be joyful. We're going to say Merry Christmas. We're not going to say, and the same to you. No, we're going to say Merry Christmas. Because we're talking about Jesus. We are grateful and thankful for the Lord Jesus coming to earth and taking on human flesh and showing us how to have relationship with our Heavenly Father and walk With God the Holy Spirit He showed us how to do it He lived in human flesh Just like ours And he didn't fail his mission And once it was accomplished He went home And once we've completed What you called us to be and to do You'll call us home too So we thank you Lord For every opportunity that we have To spread the love of Jesus To say Merry Christmas Even if we're preoccupied To be kind to people And to show people that No, nothing's changed Jesus is still God And God still loves us No matter what's happening in the world God still loves us We have a lot of circumstances That could be called judgments, A lot of them But God is working Because he loves us So let's not lose Sight Let's not lose sight Of the love of God Father we thank you That the love of God Is poured out in our hearts By the Holy Spirit we thank you, Lord, that the door to our hearts are open to all who need to hear and know about Jesus. And we give you the praise for it, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. So now, let's get down to business. Everybody in prayer. Praise the Lord. Everyone. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you that our loins are girt about with the spirit of truth and that we put on the breastplate of righteousness, that our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and we have taken on the shield of faith. So that we'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked We put on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit Which is the word of God And according to your word The glory of the Lord is with us You put a hedge around us Lord And we're covered by the blood of Jesus Christ We are the head and not the tail We are above only and not beneath And no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we shall condemn. We thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd and we shall not want. You've supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. And we can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. So we cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. We thank you for divine health, Lord. We possess it by faith in Jesus' name. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, And we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We thank you, Father, for your warring, linking angels, your praising angels. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your ministering spirits. But most of all, we thank you for your very presence, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you for your very presence in our midst, Father. The Bible says, That when two or three of us are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst We bind, and from our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus We bind Satan, a strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents All of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders And we cancel every demonic assignment and satanic agenda against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities' powers. Rulers of darkness and all spiritual wickedness in high places We release the all-consuming fire of God On every ley line, silver cord, and garland We bind the demons and workers of darkness In the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep We bind rape and murder to its strong men And dethrone them all Staining them all in eternal chains and darkness Placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks And we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils That bring them to cling to To them for eternity. We take authority, dominion, and power over the witchcraft that's done with the full moon this month, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind it now. We bind it wherever it begins in the name of Jesus. And we forbid it to have any influence over any human at all in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over all of the witchcraft. That is done, and the Queen of the Coast, we bind them too in the name of Jesus. That is done on the full moon of every month. We bind those spirits. We bind those works of wickedness. We bind that witchcraft. We bind all of the incantations, all of the chantings that is done in Jesus' name. All of the curses that are invoked, we bind in Jesus' name. All of the works of witchcraft and occultism We bind in Jesus' name And we forbid it to attack anyone In the name of Jesus Christ We thank you, Lord, for that We give you praise We bind all trafficking demons Reporters, watchers, listeners Peeps, whisperers, familiar demons Electronic and digital technology demons In their attacks Leviathan spirits in their attacks All brainwashing, kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic audio weapons, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks, all targeted radio frequency, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cybersex, cybersex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons in Jesus' name. We bind all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, European, North American, South American, Russian, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, Islander groups, indigenous groups, tribal groups, covens, occult groups. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind the wickedness. Religi- false religious groups, we bind in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic and voodoo, hoodoo, and jujus, wherever they come from. All Haitian witchcraft is bound in Jesus' name. All Jamaican witchcraft is bound in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, abuse devils and satanic worship and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, spirits of supplanting, the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, spirit that exalts science, logic, and human reasoning and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man. Wise in his own eyes We bind mammon and his agents We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate Harass, manipulate, lie against Mock, wear down, infect, destroy spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor Track, besmirch, block Distract, confuse, pervert, stifle Curse, expose, stop Defile, assassinate Corrupt, divide, confound, undermine Attack, reproach, despise And reduce the effectiveness of the Righteous in Christ Jesus we return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, addictions and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vows, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. Binding all black magic, all Cameroonian wizards, Nigerian wizards, Chaldean wizards and witches in Jesus' holy name. We bind all vampire spirits. Voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables,
2: enchantment,
1: false religions, la-la land, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, Antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, biopk, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all the devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, stalking, error, worldly indoctrination. Military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Baal, Beelzebub, Belial, Molek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in the name of Jesus. And we chain them with eternal chains unto darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pens and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sins. We bind insanity and the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our lives. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief. And we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Now, saints, we need to be very diligent in guarding our hearts. Amen? We must do this diligently. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. And we bind every demon coming through our computers, our cell phones, all of our technology. Uh, And we close those portals in Jesus' holy name We bind every devil that followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us in the name of Jesus We command them to leave us now in the name of Jesus Christ Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem For kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere Especially those who are persecuted and those who are left behind in Afghanistan Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves and everywhere we go and our transportation with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all animals, demons, objects, and interference in our paths, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for Psalm 91 and for your angels. We thank you and we cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. And we take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anything or anyone trying to get into our dreams. We take particular... We take a particular authority over spirits of fantasy during this season in Jesus' name. We bind each of them individually. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We thank you, Father, for releasing your angel. To wage warfare against these spirits in the name of Jesus Christ we take authority dominion and power over the fatted fantasy spirits that were planted in us as we were children ringe de rukun do rinching da bruca ringe de bruca da bruca
3: dei divo sol da riassa and spirits of magic that
1: were placed in us as children, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We command you to come out of your hiding place in the name of Jesus to be bound and come out of it. Come out of God's people. fantasy spirits. You're bound in the name of Jesus. Come out of those. Come out of God's people. Come out. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. And deep breath and cough all those fantasy spirits, all of those magic spirits, all of those spells that were released over us, even through the television, even through coloring books, all the traditions of wherever we came from and what they did during this season of the year. We take authority, dominion, and power over those spirits that still remain in our vessels. We command them to come up and out now in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no right to be here. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people now. All those spirits that have us bewitched, we are binding you now in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. All those bewitching spirits, you come out of us now. Come out of the eye gate. Come out of the ear gate in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people, all of those unclean,
3: suggestive spirits that come across the television,
1: taking advantage over naive minds. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. All those spirits of materialism and covetousness and greed and avarice. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. You have no right to be there in the name of Jesus Christ. All those double-minded, schizophrenic devils, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We are single-minded for Christ. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. All those spirits sent to us by our relatives and our family and our loved ones and our co-workers. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Our classmates come out in the name of Jesus Christ. And their custom is to include everybody they know. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We reject them
3: in the name of Jesus we
1: take authority over every presentation of life and living that is not truth, that is not based in the spirit of truth. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Come up and out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Get out of God's people. You're just a lie. We've been fed a lie, but we're coughing these lies out right now in the name of Jesus. Every lie, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. Every lie, no matter how long we've believed it and have forgotten that we even knew it, come out of God's people. Every lie, every untruth. Every exaggeration, every twisting, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. You have no right to be there. They were planted there when we were children. All of those stories about witches, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. All of those stories that brought fear, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. You come out of God's people. Get out of God's people. You have no right to be
3: there. All of
1: those spirits put in people, especially young people, through the video games. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. All of those hexes and vexes have now been received because they were sitting up there playing a video game. All of that mind control. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority over the demons in the mind, and we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels to release their swords against these demons in
3: Jesus' name. Come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. Come out of the mind in the name of Jesus. Brain
1: fog, you're bound in Jesus'
3: name.
1: All the demons in the mind come out of the mind in the name of Jesus. Come out of the mind, come out of the mind, come out of the mind. All the witchcraft spirits in the mind, you come out in the name of Jesus. All that vacillating, doubting, and double-mindedness come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. You're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Visually accepting the things of the world. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Come out of the eye gate. Come out of the eye
3: gate. Come out of the eye gate right now in the name of
1: Jesus Christ. Come Come on out. Come out. All of those demons that came in through the eye gate. Through the ear gate, through hearing stories, fables, old witches' tales, old wives' tales, all of it. Come out now. Come out of God's people. You have no right to be there in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we put in the hands of the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit all of the fantasy that has occurred in our lives. From birth until this moment,
3: in Jesus' name, come on out. In the name of Jesus. Come on out in the name of
1: Jesus. You'll no longer sit there and open the mind gate while we're asleep to demons in the in the spirit
3: realm.
1: We bind all the lies and the children's stories in the name of Jesus Christ. Things that are long forgotten, Lord. We call them out now in the name of Jesus from the root, from the root, just as Jesus cursed the fig tree. From the root, come on out, in the name of Jesus. You cannot remain in Jesus' name. You cannot remain in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for your love being extended to your people tonight.
3: We thank you, Lord.
1: We bind all the dreams that play in our dream world while we are sound asleep. And we are not aware of them. We take authority, dominion, and power over them in the name of Jesus. We command them to come up and out, up and out, up and out. If our Heavenly Father didn't send it, it can't stay. Come out in the
3: name of Jesus Christ. The poisons
1: that we were fed in our sleep. You're bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come up and out of everybody right now. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. In the name of Jesus, all of those ungodly witchcraft uh, Christmas songs, some of which were written by Jewish persons, you're bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out. Come up and out in the
3: name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. Come on out of God's people.
1: Come
3: out
1: in the name of Jesus. Fire of God on those spirits in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Fire of God on those spirits in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory and honor. Now, everybody take a deep breath and let the Holy Spirit come in with the holy fire and burn the rest of those spirits out and release your prayer language in Jesus' name. Amen. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, and everything else sent by the enemy, and we return it to the sender. We cut ourselves free from ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. Oh, agreements with the devil through silent consent. It means we were passive and we didn't speak out against it. We bind that in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out of God's people. But we destroy. Walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in the name of Jesus. We break love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, charms, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, destruction, sickness, pain, psychic warfare, psychic prayers, incense and candle burnings, incantations, ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root work, and every tribal rituals and sins. We commanded all to leave us now in Jesus' name. I'm hearing the Holy Spirit say that I need to talk to you about pictures. The Bible speaks to this, but I can't think of where the scripture is now. It's in the Old Testament. If you have pictures up on your wall of people who uh, have passed from this life, it would be my recommendation for you to talk to the Lord about it because they are no longer here. Amen Especially if they were not saved And you say Well these are the only pictures of my relatives I have Ask the Lord how he wants you to handle it Amen How he wants you to handle that Amen You have to go to the Lord And ask him what he wants you to do But I say that remembering That when I was in Ghana Uh, Staying in the bishop's house That he had a picture of his dad And his dad was a terrible, terrible, uh, terrible warlock A very powerful warlock And uh, people feared him His dad was a witch doctor And that picture, even though the man had been dead for some time Was in the living room But while you were in the living room you could feel those evil spirits lurking around that picture. Amen? You could feel those evil spirits lurking around the picture. And finally, uh, Sister Evelyn, his wife, told him, get it out of here. I've put up with this long enough. Get rid of it. And he had to do that. Amen? So I say that to put you on notice. Amen, I say that to put you on notice You need to do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do No ifs, no ands, no buts, amen And Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind any inordinate affection Any affection out of God's order that we have for material things in Jesus' name I thank you and I give you praise for it, Father Thank you, Holy Spirit, for prompting me In that way Praise the Lord Thank you Jesus Now we bind the spirits of bitterness Hatred, murder, envy, jealousy Wizardry, sorcery And all other spirits Released against Christians And believers
3: And
1: Persons that will be saved In Jesus name We bind those spirits In the name of Jesus Christ Amen Amen I also remember that when I um, When I came to my present Residence the Lord uh, told me Certain uh, pictures that he didn't Want me to put up on the wall And as Some of my family members passed I took their pictures down Amen Amen So we're going to listen to God We're going to do what he tells us to do And we're going to trust him and Humble ourselves and submit ourselves, and we're going to obey him because we love God. Amen? Amen. Sometimes you wonder, well, why this situation won't change, Lord? Well, maybe we need to do a little bit more that we hadn't thought of. Amen? Amen. All right, our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 41. Psalm 4:1, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, and our featured ebook of Mammon, Marine Demon, Spirit of Mammon. And you say, well, didn't you give this feature book not too long ago? Yes, I did. But the Lord said you didn't read it, so he's giving it again. Amen? All right, so let's get on with doing what he would like for us to do. Our guest calling number remains area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. You know, St. um I did not give the instructions for getting on the web page and all this. I usually do it every time, but sometimes I don't. And uh, what I would like uh, for us to do is to pray that the Lord would send the persons that he wants uh, to come up here with us regularly to this ministry and to help us, uh, to help them to find the ministry. There are people out there that are searching. They're searching, and they need to be able to find us. So between now and our next fast, I'm asking you to lift those persons before the Lord and ask him to direct them to us. Amen? They're out there searching, and they're looking here and there, and they're looking everywhere, but they really don't know where to look. And the demons spend their time distracting them. So we bind those distracting demons in Jesus' name, those evil spirits, so that the people can find us because they need what God is offering here. They need Jesus, amen? They need Jesus and they need the word of God. They need deliverance. They need healing. They need miracles. They need all kinds of things. So we want the Lord to direct those people to us, amen, and to help them to catch on to the vision here In Jesus name Amen It doesn't matter what country the people are in You got relatives on the other side of the world uh, Believe God To connect them If that's what This is where he wants them to be b- Believe God to do that Put your faith out there Amen Have active faith Amen Ask the Lord Then thank him for it Amen Amen, amen, praise the Lord Amen, hallelujah, thank you Lord All right Uh, The Holy Spirit's indicating to me That I I don't know why I need to say this But it's for whoever it's for You know, all of us have family And in my family I've had uh, um, many persons who were homosexual And uh, I have one that I know of That has had operations To change their gender So No one should have the idea That for some reason people in this Ministry uh, are Disparaging of such persons No, we stand in faith Believing God for major change In their lives However We are also going to ask God for adjudications on a system of lawlessness which proliferates that kind of behavior. Amen? Amen. We love them, but we don't love what they do with Satan. Amen? Amen. So now we've got that out there. Amen. Praise the Lord. So tonight we're going to talk about to serve and to give. To serve and to give It's important It's important Praise the Lord Self-serving is a term used To describe behaviors Stemming from a person Giving great effort and attention To their own interests While Disregarding Truth Or the interests of others There are a lot of people That are caught up in this sin of being self-serving They're focused On themselves Us for, And no more There are a lot of us You know Saints included That are focused inwardly On self Self and self But that's not the way Jesus is Amen Amen That's the truth We often say that This type of person is self-seeking Selfish and Self-centered It is also the Tendency of people Tendency that people have To seek out information And use it in ways to advance their self-interest. People often make decisions that
2: serve
1: themselves in ways that other people uh, view as indefensible or unethical or downright ungodly or unrighteous. They're so consumed in self, there is nobody else. Amen? Well, much to the shock of the body of Christ, these behaviors and characteristics are not in any way related to the character and nature of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? They are in no way related to the character and nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know some people would be floored by that statement, but maybe they ought to be floored. Amen? Jesus was not selfish nor self-centered. He wasn't. In Matthew chapter 20, Beginning with verse 28 Matthew chapter 20 Beginning with Verse 28 It reads Even as the son of man Came not To be ministered unto But to minister And to give his life A ransom for many Jesus came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life. Now, you've met these kind of people that for some reason can't do certain things for themselves, so they say. And they want everyone to stop what they're doing. And pay them full attention and cater to their every little whim Yes, you have adults like this And they basically hold other people in bondage Because they are saying to the other person You're beholden to me to do these things for me You owe to me to do this for me Even though they're being excessive, causes those who are attempting to serve them to feel a burden, a real burden, a yoke. And it's a yoke of oppression. Jesus does not call for us to live with a yoke of oppression, saints. He does not call for us to live with a yoke of oppression He doesn't want that He came to set the captives free Amen He did not call for his people To live with oppression 24 hours a day 7 days a week Pressing them down Hindering their lives That's not the idea Amen Amen You can't go forward because you're carrying somebody else. You have a spirit of bondage working in your life. Amen? And God came to set the captive free. That's what he came to do. He came to set the captive free. He has no intention of his people uh, hanging around With a spirit of strife, or being oppressed continually, or having a spirit of bondage. That's not the idea. That's not what he wants. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit of bondage. We have not received the spirit of bondage, nor the spirit of bondage to fear. No, you tell us that we have received the spirit of adoption and that we're not supposed to be in bondage to others or in bondage to circumstances or in bondage to any oppression. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over spirits of bondage, and we bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind bondage to sins and captivity to Satan. We bind bondage to rebellion, lifelong rebellion in the name of Jesus. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind spirits of unforgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind spirits of trauma at the core. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind spirits of ancestral curses in the name of.
3: We bind
1: spirits of addictions and drugs and alcohol and cigarettes and foods. And every kind, order, type, and rank of addiction, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind bitterness to mother in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind being servants of corruption in the name of Jesus. We bind spirits of rejection, spirits of the fear of death, spirits of death, compulsive iniquity and sin. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Yoke. We bind you in Jesus' holy name. Hate, vengeance, envy, strife, fears. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind you to the spirit of bondage. We command the spirit of bondage to come out of God's people right now in Jesus' name. Spirits of bondage, come up and out. Take a deep breath and cough. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for breaking and destroying every chain, every chain of bondage in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Get out of God's people right now. You have no right to be there. Take a deep breath and cough that stuff out. It's been there for a very long time. Let it out in Jesus' name. Cough that mess out. It's been in there way too long. It's probably rusty by now it's been there for so long. Cough that mess out. It's not yours. Jesus paid for it to be gone, and we send it into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We want to thank you, Lord. Father, we ask you to release the warring angels to war against these spirits that are warring against your people in the name of Jesus. We bind spirits of strife in the name of Jesus Christ. Witchcraft, slanders, angry, envy, gossips, rivalries, jealousies, suicidal tendencies, sensual and devilish spirits, divorce spirits, waters of strife, self-pity spirits, contentious spirits, those that that kindle strife, those spirits, the strife of tongue, the proud heart that stirs up strife. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. The forcing of wrath that bringeth forth strife, we bind you. All roots of bitterness, all roots of bitterness, we bind you and we bind your poisons in the name of Jesus Christ. A house full of sacrifices with strife, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind despair and rejection and hopelessness in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of heaviness. We bind self-pity and the waters of strife. We bind chronic strife, demonic strife, and every wicked thing and demonic forces that stir up strife. Come out of God's people. We bind you all to the spirit of strife. We bind the strong man and the strong man and all the underlings. Come out now in the name of Jesus Christ. I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out. You have no right to be there. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. You know you're in there. Come on out. You've been there for years. Every time certain people come around, you're stirred up all over again. Remembrances of old griefs, old grievances. You come out in the name of Jesus
3: Christ.
1: Holy fire of God, come and burn them out in the name of Jesus. Old grievances, every time you think about it, you get mad all over again from the beginning. Come on out of God's people. Father, we ask you to fix that chink in our armor in Jesus' name. Get that old grievance out of our craw
3: in Jesus' name. Let
1: the past be the past. In the name of Jesus Christ, come out. Old grievances, old bitterness, old arguments, old strife, just over and over, repeating, repeating, repeating. We bind you and we break your your repetitiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. You're not going to stir that up again this Christmas. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the angels warring against the spirits that are warring against your people. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you bound into the cage to the feet of Jesus to be judged immediately. Father, we put in your hands the persons that usually come to stir it all up. We seal their mouths with the blood of Jesus Christ. We bind their wicked attitudes in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their hateful hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, for the release of the love of God. Come on, saints,
3: you can do this. Cough that out. Come on out. You haven't thought about
1: it for a long time, but the minute something happens or... Something comes across your path to trigger that. We bind the triggers in Jesus' name. We bind the triggers in Jesus' name. We bind the triggers in Jesus' name. The in Jesus name. All the spirits sent to prompt those hurt feelings again. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name.
3: Throw it in that
1: trash can, saints. It can't stay with you. You married couples, those old arguments that you kids keep stirring up over and over and over again, it's got to go now in Jesus' name. Come on out. Tough that mess out right now in Jesus' name.
3: Rumba all those old incidences that you've never completely forgiven. Come on out,
1: bound in Jesus name. da And your mama said and your cousin said, all of that bound in Jesus' name. Come on out in the name of Jesus Christ. And your family, they always Bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out in the name of Jesus.
3: We raise the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked in the name of Jesus. We raise the shield of faith and quench all the fiery darts of the wicked in the name of Jesus. We
1: reject every trigger in Jesus' name. Woo! Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. We give you praise. Thank you. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Give him praise, church. Give him praise. Give him the praise. He's worthy of the praise. Amen. 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 Whew, thank you, Lord. Jesus was not ambitious or pretentious. No, he was not pretentious. He didn't put on airs. Amen. Amen No, he was reverently modest Amen He was an ordinary citizen An ordinary citizen He was raised in an area Which many of you would prefer not to reside in Had many of today's Christians lived when Jesus was preparing was preparing for his ministry, it is quite possible that they would have had little chance of meeting him.
2: Why?
1: Because today's Christians only want to live in the best neighborhood and covetously buy to do so. That's why Today's Christians Only want to eat the best Drink the best Wear the best And show off the best Today's Christians Spend thousands and thousands Of dollars on a wedding But they don't have A decent savings account Today's Christians Think about here and now Not tomorrow They They're not like the squirrel that stores up for tomorrow. No, they're not like that. If it's in their hands, they're spending it. Everything they own, they have on a charge card. Their hair is on on a charge card. Their nails on a charge card. Their shoes on a charge card. Everything they have is on a loan. God didn't call us to be indebted to the world. Okay, you got to buy a new washing machine. You have to get it on time. That's one thing. But every little simple thing in life is not supposed to be tied to the debt system. It, that's right, their hair too. Amen? Everything they have is tied To that credit card debt And when it gets to its max What do they do They transfer it To another zero percent Whatever for another year card And then they just start all over again They spend their time paying The minimum payment Not what ought to be paid So they can get out of debt That's what today's Christians do They're competing with the world to see who can be more worldly. But that's not what Jesus did. He wasn't that way at all. Amen? Today's Christian, if they don't have the latest handbag, and if they can't find a knockoff, they don't know what to do. Amen? If they don't have the latest handbag and the shoes to match And they can't find a knockoff They don't know what to do It's a major thing with them Spend more money on a cell phone Than it's worth Amen Praise the Lord So Why are we that way? Well, we're not like Jesus That's what's wrong, we're not like him And a lot of us don't want to be like him A lot of us don't want to be like him That's what's wrong Yes, Jesus had an obscure and unimportant standing in society Before the miracles began, he was not well known you know, whatever the people shows that come on in the middle of the night when I'm usually sound asleep and snoring, he wasn't on their TV shows. They wouldn't have let him on because he was wouldn't be wearing a suit from somewhere, some other country that he'd never been to. Amen, and you know that's the truth. He came from a family. Which was low in station, low in fortune and estimation People didn't think a whole lot of him His dad was a carpenter So you know he, he wasn't at the country club Well he wasn't Amen In Matthew chapter 11 verse 29 Matthew chapter 11 verse 29 Jesus describes himself as lowly in heart, lowly in heart. Really? That's right. That's what he says of himself. In Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, the Bible says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a coat of the foal of an ass. So no, he did not come into town driving a Lamborghini. He was not driving a Maserati. And whatever else they've come up with lately No Praise the Lord That's just the way it is This description Of our Lord Is harmonious With his activity In John Chapter 13 The Gospel of John Chapter 13 We'll begin At verse 3 The Gospel of John Chapter 13 Beginning At verse 3 Jesus knowing That the Father Had given all things Into his hands And that he was Come from God And went to God Rises From supper and laid his garments aside, and took a towel, and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash not wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith unto him, He that is washed needeth not to save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And ye are clean, but not all. Amen? Amen. During the supper, Jesus rose from the table, took off his outer garment, and wrapped a towel around his waist. This behavior was customary for a slave, not a king. He poured water into a basin and began to wash the feet of the disciples. Yes, their dusty, smelly feet that had not been manicured since, yes, he washed them. Think about that Think about that Perhaps a hush Came over the disciples Watching Jesus Take this lowly position As they had been arguing About who to be the greatest In the kingdom So the Lord Maximize this opportunity to open their thoughts to his truth In their presence, at their feet, was the Son of God, the Messiah Taking the position of a bond slave And doing the work of a slave Let that sink in a moment He was demonstrating to them his words to them on the road to Jerusalem. In Matthew chapter 20, we read that the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life. He was demonstrating this in his act. Of washing their feet Amen And John Chapter 13 Verse 6 Simon Peter Said Lord Dost thou wash my feet Saint Peter was appalled He was appalled That the Messiah The Son of God Was actually going to do the work of a slave And was doing it He was appalled Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus told Peter That he was not realizing Nor understanding What Jesus was doing He wasn't getting it But later on He would understand You know We don't always understand When something is happening Sometimes it takes a while For understanding To come to us, saints In verse 8 He was shocked Peter was shocked He was He said, thou shalt never Wash my feet And Jesus said If I don't, you don't have any part With me So After Jesus corrected him, he consented. Once Jesus had finished, in John 13, beginning with verse 12, he had a little conversation with them. He had a little conversation. John chapter 13, beginning with verse 12. So after he had washed their feet and had his garments and was set down again, he said unto them Know ye what I have done to you? Do you understand what I did to you? And you know they didn't. He said, You call me master and lord and ye say, Well, for so I am. You telling the truth, that that's who I am. If then your Lord and, and, and Master have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. Yes, I'm your Lord and Master. But if I've washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example That ye should do as I have done to you Verily, verily, I say unto you The servant is not greater than his Lord Neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them the Lord asked them if they understood the meaning of his act of servanthood. So Saints, we see Jesus as the humble servant of God. This action of Jesus also is also symbolic of Jesus stripping himself of his divine ability. And taking the form of human flesh You know, I don't think until we get home That we will truly understand How deep, how magnificent And how profound that truth really is Cleansing the sins of mankind Which resulted from him And his death on the cross That was the only way the cleansing could come There was no other way There was no other way That was it It had to be that way So Jesus had humbled himself And stripped himself divine ability And had taken upon himself The form of a bond slave His will had been totally absorbed in the will of God. He had walked in obedience to God. Now the time had arrived when as fully submitted servant, he was going to lay down his life for man's sin. He was going to be the atonement. He he couldn't pass this off to somebody else. He was the one. So Jesus is saying to them, yes, I'm your Lord. I'm your teacher. I've washed your feet. Wash one another's feet. Jesus wasn't talking to them just about a physical act of soap and water. He was teaching them as he is teaching us the importance of humbling ourselves. The importance of humbling ourselves, of serving others, of not thinking too highly of ourselves, not being such a suchy much. That's right. He was teaching them And he was And he was teaching us The importance Of humbling ourselves Jesus went to great to humble himself And we're going to have to Go to those efforts too If we're going to be Effectively used by God Amen It's truth If he Our Lord and Master had been willing to wash their feet. No act of service should be beneath them. And we shouldn't think that service to God is beneath us. Amen? I know somewhere along the line in everybody's life, there's this opportunity to say, I'm not going to do that. I'm just straight up not going to do it. But if Jesus is calling us to do it, saints, we have to humble ourselves and do what he calls us to do. You're not going to like every single thing the Lord calls you to do.
0: You're just not.
1: That's just real life. You may as well face it. Yes, I know you prayed those prayers. Lord, I'll do anything you want me to do, and on and on it goes. I know, and you really meant it when you said it. But somewhere along your path of righteousness, there's going to be something the Lord calls on you to do that you're just flat out not going to want to do for whatever reason. But, saints, you've got to conquer that thing. you got to overcome. you got to overcome. It may take you a while There may be several fast There may be a lot Of repentance in that But you just got to do what God calls you to do What he tells you to do It's just that way Amen He says I have set an example That you should do as I've done for you Also the king of kings And the lord of lords Did not come To sit on a throne In a royal place somewhere And say here I sit No that wasn't him Even though he was God Jesus was willing To choose to become a Servant in order To minister to the needs Of man To the needs of people He was not his Own Okay saints we got to pause right here We like to hold on to ourselves for whatever reason. And we don't want to release certain parts of ourselves to the Lord because we figure that's that's not what we want to do. We want to hold on to ourselves for whatever reason we do it. It's different for everybody. But Jesus didn't do that. He gave himself and surrendered himself completely to the Father so he could be used however the Father wanted to use him. And God is still waiting on us to become willing to do what Jesus did. He was not his own, and we are not our own. We were bought with a price, and that price was the precious blood of Jesus Christ. You see, a bond slave is one whose will is totally absorbed in the will of his master. Jesus had totally given up his life for the salvation of man. You see, it doesn't matter what God is going to ask you to do. In order to do it, in order to receive the power to do it, You're going to have to give up some you. I know nobody likes that, but it's the truth. You're going to have to give up some of you. You're going to have to decrease that he might increase. That's the way it works. Jesus used the example of washing their feet to teach to the disciples that they must also be willing to humble themselves And to become like he was A bond slave Willing to totally Give up their lives For the salvation of others That's a real It's deep But we have to go there Saint. It's deep I'm not going to tell you it's not It is I know But we have to go there We have to go there With Jesus He's not asking us to do anything that he has not already done himself. He informed them that they must not seek to bring glory to themselves. That's what the world does 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're forever trying to bring glory to themselves. But as saints of God, We must be willing to live only to glorify God, just as Jesus did. That's right. Amen. Just as it was necessary for Jesus to humble himself before he could submit himself to God and walk in obedience to his will, we must also humble ourselves. Before we will be able to walk in obedience to his will That's the way it works The humility comes before the honor Amen I remember, oh Lord, that was a long time ago Okay Lord, that was way back there When the Lord gave me that scripture Humility coming before honor And I said, yes, Lord, I understand. Because that's really how it is. You know, some people want to reinvent the wheel. Well, that's one wheel you can't reinvent. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, the Bible helps us out. Says, let this mind be in you. Let this mindset, these thoughts, of what Jesus did find its place in you. It was also in Jesus Christ. He didn't think it was robbery to leave his divine abilities behind, and to come to earth to help us. Feel like he'd been cheated out of something. Most of us would have. We are to allow Jesus Christ this same attitude, this same purpose, this same humility that was in Jesus to be in us and to dwell richly in us. We are to allow Jesus to be our example in humility. Amen. He says to us in John chapter 13, verse 15. John, the gospel of John, verse 15. For I have given you an example. I've showed you how to do it that you should do as I have done to you. Amen? That's what he wants. We must position ourselves to win the ultimate victory over Satan by first humbling ourselves and becoming a bond slave of Jesus Christ. We must become totally lost and absorbed in his will, not our will. That's right. We must not consider any task too lowly in the work of the Lord. You know, I just don't do that. No, that attitude has to disappear, saints. Really We must lose sight of our own life Our own interests And our own desires We must not seek to gain the approval Or recognition of men But live only to glorify God I know that's a difficult one for some people Because some people feel they've never gotten the proper recognition that they think they deserve. And so part of our problem is that we're forever trying to get people to notice how wonderful and how great and what we've done and what we've accomplished and this, 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 and the other. We're forever trying to get somebody to give us another attaboy. But the Bible says that's not the way God wants it. We must consider our life to no longer be our own and to be willing to totally give up our life for the salvation of others. His grace, saints, is sufficient for us. His grace is sufficient for us. Yes, it is. He's not going to ask us to do anything that he's not going to give us the grace to do And that he's not going to help us to do See, as we humble ourselves the same way Jesus humbled ourselves And take the form of a slave as Jesus did We're going to be able to face Satan and the demons And the circumstances in our lives from a position of power You know, some of us have faced situations and found out that the power that we thought was there wasn't enough of that power. Well, this is one of the reasons. Amen. When Jesus humbled himself and became obedient unto death, there were things that happened. In Philippians, Chapter 2 beginning with verse 9 Philippians chapter 2 beginning with verse 9 This is what happened Philippians chapter 2 beginning with verse 9 This is what happened Wherefore God also has highly exalted him And given him a name which is above Every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. So there, that covers all the demons. That's right, it covers all the demons, every one of them. It covers all the principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. It covers it all. There is no such thing as a spirit being immune to the power of God. It doesn't happen. It probably does mean that we need to grow in faith. We need to grow in obedience. Amen. Somebody said to me recently, well, I used this and I used that and I used the other on this spirit, but I had to go use this for this to work. You could have used, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, and got the power of God to move. Amen. I can't remember the exact details of the circumstance, but have you ever been in a situation where you needed to release the power of God, you needed a release of the power of God in the situation, and you suddenly get a brain freeze? You can't remember one scripture, not one. Well, in this circumstance, all I could remember was, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And as soon as I opened my mouth and said that, Everything else came right behind it. Amen. You see, some of us want to depend on us. And others of us have learned to depend on him.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. And amen. When we humble ourselves more, we have a better position standing against the devil. And some of us are busy getting ourselves into trouble. We get out of one circumstance, and then we leap into another one. We've had that bad habit for a long time. Amen. We need to work on it some more. Amen. It's just so And that every tongue Should confess that Jesus Christ Is Lord To the glory of God the Father Because Jesus humbled himself And was obedient Because Jesus humbled himself And was obedient God exalted him to a position Of power and authority Yes That's right At his right hand And gave him a name that is above every name Because he humbled himself And was obedient to the will of God Jesus received the name Whereby he could stand up against the power of the enemy And the enemy couldn't gain Sam, Because he was humble and was obedient When Jesus faced Satan He was able to draw on all of heaven's resources To win that victory That's what happens When we're humble and obedient Amen So a lot of Christians Are looking for this demonstration Of God's power in their lives They want to have God's power released in them Oh to take Authority over financial things Problems in their homes Sickness Whatever it may be But there's there's some power But not enough Well one of the reasons That a lot of Christians today Are not walking in victory And doing the works that Jesus did Is because they're not willing To follow Jesus' example They're not willing To humble themselves and walk in obedience to God's will. So I want to tell you something that most, some of you already know, some of you may not, but there's a serious spirit of error in the church. There are teachings that men have made up, and they're being taught in the churches. And it's causing Christians to exalt themselves instead of humble themselves and to become more self-centered than they already are. Now, if you've been in one of these churches, repentance is required. Amen. The word teaches us to humble ourselves, to become nothing in our own eyes. Jesus recognized. His total dependence on his father. He said in John chapter 5, verse 30, John chapter 5, verse 30, I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just because I seek not mine own will. But the will of the Father which has sent me. I'm busy doing my father's will. I'm not doing my own agenda. I'm doing his agenda. So Paul reminded us, he says, My speech I'm in First Corinthians chapter two, verse four. 1 Corinthians chapter two Verse 4 He reminded us he said And my speech and preaching Are not with the enticing words Of man's wisdom No but instead a demonstration Of the spirit and of the Trying to be eloquent I'm trying to be effective Man made ideas That have come into the church are teaching Christians to rely on positive thinking techniques. You know what they are. And on successful living formulas, they have life coaches. You know what I mean? Jesus taught us to humble ourselves, to deny ourselves, to lose sight of our own lives, to lay down our lives, to win the law. He said in Matthew, chapter 10, verse 39, Matthew, chapter 10, verse 39, he that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Well, saints, that's not what most Christians are doing these days. I just want you to know, you're not going to look like them. You're going to look a lot more like Jesus. That's what he said. He said in Matthew chapter 10. Let me go back there. Matthew, uh oh, me turn my page now. Chapter 10 and verse 37 He that loveth father or mother More than me Is not worthy of me Red letter Jesus said And he that loveth son or daughter More than me Is not worthy of me Verse 38 And he that taketh not his cross And followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. So all those teachings that I know many of you have heard cause the Christian to focus on themselves and what they can get personally by claiming the promises of God. You see, it's all about what they can get for themselves. It's not about surrendering to Jesus. They are seeking to gratify the flesh. They have seminars and courses, and you name it, they've got it. They're building their own self-esteem. They're improving their own self-image. And, you know, you're a king's kid, so you can get whatever you want at whatever expense. Never mind if it costs you your soul, but, you know, you're a king's kid. You got to eat the best, drink the best, walk in the best. You've heard that over and over. You, You know what I'm talking about. So now, instead of focusing on soul, God's wanting to send a revival, by the way, The Christians are so preoccupied with themselves, their problems, their children, their personal desires, their spiritual welfare, they don't have time to think about somebody else's dying and going to hell. It's just not on the agenda. They don't have time for it. So I've come to you tonight to try to appeal to you. Amen. I'm trying to help you to realize That this is a scheme of the devil To get so focused on ourselves That we forget about fulfilling the will of God And winning the lost into the kingdom We can't ever lose sight of it We're not here on this planet to live for ourselves But for him who died for us and raised us That's who we're living for Yes, God wants you to be healed Trust me, he does. I want you to be healed too. He wants your marriage to be what he's called it to be. He wants your children to be delivered. He wants your spouse to be delivered. He wants you to be happy on your job and have a fruitful ministry. He wants you to live a victorious life. He wants you to have victory instead of defeat. But we must remember that the reason coming victorious is not an end product. It's not an end product. It's supposed to enable us to complete the will of God. So God's calling his people who are called by his name, to humble ourselves, and to lose sight of our own lives. He's calling us to give up our own lives so he can win others to Christ. He needs people who will spend time interceding for lost souls and not feel like they've been cheated. People who will look beyond their own needs, their own desires, and consecrate their time and energy and money in spreading the gospel. All over the world He's looking for those It's not enough to know the will of God We've got to do the will of God We've got to walk in obedience to God Jesus said in Matthew Chapter 7 Matthew Matthew Chapter 7, verse 14. Matthew chapter 7, verse 14. Amen. Praise God. All right, technology, let's do this right. Amen Because Straight is the gate And narrow is the way Narrow Narrow is the way Which leadeth unto life And few F-E-W There be that find it Few There is no way we can walk in obedience to God's will unless we are first willing to humble ourselves before God and to become willing to be a servant of all. Jesus, the Son of Almighty God, humbled himself and became a servant of all. We must be willing to do the same. We must be willing. That's right. You're on the way to the grocery store and God says, while you're in there, I want you to not shop for your groceries. I need you to buy this, 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 and then take it where I tell you to take it. But Lord, this is the only time I have to shop for my groceries. The Lord said, I thought you said you were willing to serve me. Think about it, saints 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 Humble yourselves Therefore, under the mighty hand of God That he may exalt you in due time Praise the Lord Praise the Lord, saints We need to let this message sink deep into our spirits, Amen? Deep into our hearts and deep into our spirits. Amen? You know, some of us are real, what I call kind of fast. We want to get up and we want to do certain things in God, but we want to do what we want to do. Well, that's not the way it works. We have to learn how to do what he tells us to do. That way, we stay out of trouble. Amen? Amen. Brother Bill, can't wait to hear these testimonies.
4: Praise the Lord. And let me start with mine. Thank you, saints, for praying for me. I feel so much better. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Let's start with a bunch of these praise reports. RT starts out, Lord, thank you for providing my daughter with transportation to work. Lord, I did not see this blessing and miracle coming. You truly went out of the box on this one. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the other daughter's full-time job that you have blessed her with. Thank you for answering the prayers and godly agreement. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. My cousin suffered a serious allergic reaction. Her mom said she appeared to be dead, but the Lord was faithful and healed her. After a couple days in the hospital, she was released and is doing well. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercy. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. And I like this praise report. Praise God from N.K. God has been making My husband and I, best friends, praise you, Lord. Yes, Lord, do that in all the marriages here. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And she goes on to say, my husband often buys beautiful flowers for me. I would frequently feel guilty receiving them just to keep them on our table where no one but ourselves could appreciate them. I'd actually condemn myself and my husband and my heart for being so wasteful and extravagant, thinking such bouquets belong in a hotel or another fancy place where other people can see them. A few days ago, K.K. bought exquisite white roses home as I was preparing them in the vase, grateful but apprehensive to fully embrace the gift God ensured me that all other flowers in the world that everywhere or would ever be belong to him and he is happy to bless me with the cup flowers because he loves the way that i delight in the marvel of his creative ability when i observe observe them Praise you, Lord There are no strings attached over our Heavenly Father's giving There's no undercurrent that we owe Him Or that we don't really deserve His gifts I thank you, Father, for this revelation of your true love And for your wonderful plants you made Praise the Lord Dana has a praise report Praise God for His mercy A few days ago while at work I encountered a young woman Who was greatly disturbed after Receiving some startling news I told her to come in my office Yes, I play the scriptures 24-7 Even when I'm not there And she indicated that she was a Christian So I reminded her not to let the enemy steal her joy And to praise the Lord Because this may be This may have been a simple mistake She praised God I made a phone call and discovered that the issue Had already been resolved in her favor Was slowly moving through the channels. We began praising the Lord, for He is worthy of all praise. Bless His holy name. Praise You, Lord. And then Kate has another praise report. My husband has always been diligent, dedicated, intelligent, and intuitive worker. But he consistently received criticism for his lack of considerate participation with fellow workers. He tried to joke, show kindness, but involved in his efforts fell fell flat because he needed deliverance. Well, KK is now walking in God's truth for him. He actually encouraged others in his new office to be brave and showing friendship in in unique ways. His company and South American espresso machines abound. He brought in some flavored coffee syrups and assured everyone that they were communal. After a while, the other workers warmed up, began using the syrups and liked them. Now, KK is delighted to see different special additions that everyone is bringing and for others to share, like cinnamon, coconut milk, milk. I am so proud of my husband for allowing the Lord to make him a forerunner in friendship and love. Hallelujah, hallelujah. M. Trim has a praise report I was disappointed Was What transpired in court Several months ago per the decision Of the judge's judgment Against my new nephew L However I was overjoyed To see what the Lord is doing within L while he's in this hard Place I visited him in Confinement and it was great to See how well he was Doing he shared with me that He's praying not only for himself but for his accusers not holding unforgiveness in his heart as well as asking the lord to change him his heart and his life i was so filled with the joy of the lord at hearing his expression what scriptures the lord had put within his heart the one that touched and bared witness with my spirit as he spoke so passionately was jeremiah uh, 29 11 through 14 in spite of what transpired sometimes it's a hard place for the lord to get our attention also i ask the lord for the motion of reconsideration to be approved and concerning his case and it was granted praise god almighty only he can do that for the for he is the righteous judge thank you lord jesus Thank you, Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. It sure does praise you, Lord Jesus. Eina has a praise report. I thank you, Father, for providing a place for me to move to after finding out that I had to move in less than 30 days to move, and the Lord moved in two weeks. I had a new place to live and for less. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Also, just before the fast, I started not to feel well, but I went ahead and started the fast, and the night of the first day of the fast, I coughed up a round like jelly stuff. It was like a ball, and it was soft, and it just came right up in my throat. So much better afterwards. Thank you, Lord, for whatever that was. You took it out of my body. I give you thanks and praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Praise you, Lord, for deliverance. Praise you, Lord. DCH has a praise report Thank you, Jesus, for sending the rain in order to raise the water level in the Mississippi River. And thus, the barges can now deliver their goods. And thank you for the opportunity today to tell two individuals during a phone conversation about MIC. And they are true believers. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Tim has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for considering my sister Jen. She went to a new Eye doctor you led me to today And only has an infection She does not need her eye removed As the last doctor claimed Praise and glory to God Thank you Jesus for your blood And cross at Calvary Thank you for her healing Praise you Lord Jesus Praise you Lord And N.K. has another praise report During last night's teaching Pastor spoke of crucifying Or whining and complaining A sister asked me, so I suggested one way is to bind the fussing and then speak to the contrary scriptures out loud. Later on, as I was trying a new stretching routine, I had to lift a part of my body in a certain way. I became sad believing that it was no longer able to do that and additionally never really could do it without the help of my hands because that area of the body felt dead and immovable. I remembered that emotions and lying feelings, so I found the remorse, helpfulness, helplessness, and self pity and then lose Philip four thirteen. Consistently without thought or strain, I lifted that part of my body and was able to do repetitions. It was a miracle because the ability was there waiting for me to believe. I just needed to move illusions out of the way. Glory to God that helping the sister remind me to push back in the time of need. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We're all growing. M. Trim has a praise report. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God Almighty. My mom's surgery went well this morning, and it's all because of you, Lord. She will be held overnight for observation and then released on Friday. Thank you, saints of God, for coming in agreement with me concerning her procedure. It's been a battle for her concerning her health in the last couple of days. Nevertheless, the Lord is always in the midst working things out for her good. Praise the Lord that Victory belongs to Jesus It sure does And KK has a praise report I was waiting In the mall to meet with clients When I deferred to the Holy Spirit Concerning where to go I wanted him to lead me to potential new clients I followed the Holy Spirit's instructions Entered into a store Got on the escalator He said And overheard two people in front of me Talking I paused for a few minutes to make sure I was following the instructions, On went on to approach them, and how to approach them. Then I approached them. The conversation was blessed. They have a need, and I'm able to fulfill, and they know of many others in the situations like theirs. Praise God for changing my personality, making me friendly, kind. Caring, sociable, and willing to go up to complete strangers in Jesus' name. Well, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And Trish has a praise report. I prayed for the Holy Spirit's guidance on a dog for my elderly neighbors. They were looking at a puppy. From a puppy mill, and I was uneasy with their decision. Plus, I could not locate the address on my GPS. Today, the Holy Spirit led me to a local website, which He showed me a place He wanted me to use to help them find a puppy. Praise You, Lord Jesus, for that. Now, Dina has a praise report. I put anointing oil on from head to toe on several parts of my body daily. I got an unexpected bruise from a procedure on my inner forearm. A week after the procedure, I noticed the bruise was slow healing, so I started anointing it. It, The way it's healing, I don't know it's normal, or the Lord wanted me to see how quick it's fading now. The bruise looks like a circle, and the center started fading, heading first. Now, all needs to fade and heal on its outer edge. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord, for that. Now, Dina has a praise report. The Lord showed me that a bedspread given to me by a family member had a huge occult symbol on it I needed to, that needed to be removed. I never bothered to use it until today. Thank you, Jesus. B.B. has a praise report. I received extra hours at work that I asked God for. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord, for supplying all of our needs. KK has a praise, I mean, NK has a praise report. Praise God. AK and the dogs are safe and well protected. KK and I, during our special anniversary spa treatments, my practitioner was a real Christian. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. And goes on to say, N.K. goes on to say, praise AK had three opportunities today to step up to st- <clears throat> as a young man. He met each challenge and responsibility with maturity. He completed all three experiences. Well, thank you, God, for his attitude, good attitude and success. And Amy Miller has a praise report. I had a Bad fall at my grandson's daycare on 12 and I put in a praise report for it because I was not limping, and I was about to go to my daughter's wedding the next day. I felt some pain in my left shoulder and neck areas. Well, this Monday on 12-12, on my first day back to work from vacation, my arm, shoulder, and neck started to hurt. And then Tuesday, it was almost unbearable. But Wednesday, it was unbearable to the point I had to lay down from work. I put in petitions and spiritual warfare prayers in the Global Prayer Wars Prayer Warriors room, and on the matter throughout the time of and performing them personally as well. And no breakthrough until Wednesday night when Pastor Sabrina prayed over the church about pain, voodoo pins, and deliverance. The pain was practically gone with. Only residual of what it was Then Pastor Sabrina talked To one of the callers about Matthew 8, 6 through 8 And I had an aha moment Since then The pain is barely there And I'm standing as Pastor directed me for complete Healing on the scriptures Thank you Pastor Sabrina Sabrina, For your invaluable Teachings And Repeating many times what we need to do Praise the Lord for his mercy and his loving kindness Now Lord these are awesome praise reports I just give you all the praise, all the glory Praise you Lord Jesus, praise you, praise you, praise you And now back to you Pastor Sabrina Wow what some praise report. I'm missing one of your
1: testimonies
4: I gave it at the very beginning
1: no, I'm missing one of your testimonies from recently.
2: Mhm.
4: What is it, though?
1: Didn't you have a pain?
4: Uh, yes, yes, I had a terrible pain, and something dissolved and went away. Isn't that something? I believe some kidney stones melted away. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, and Lord. And how about through through prayers of the saints? Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, my church family, for praying for me. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord, that you. Gave me a miracle. I give you praise for that, Lord. Lord, you've healed me of cancer twice, disc in my back. You keep healing me, Lord. Praise you. I don't know what to say. All the glory belongs to God, and I know you keep touching me, and I know you're always working with me, and you never leave me or forsake me. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Praise you, Lord.
1: Praise you, Lord. Thank you. God bless. Now, saints, when you need uh, agreement, put your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. I want to congratulate everybody that put their praise report in. These were marvelous, simply marvelous praise reports. The Lord did a lot. He did a lot through us. Amen? He touched. He didn't just come by and say, hi, I'm here. No, no. He worked on us, and we want to thank him for that. Amen? We want to thank the Lord for that. Praise God. See, we have a wonderful God, but we need to give credit where credit is due. Amen? Amen. We have a wonderful God. We need to give credit where credit is due. We need to give praise. Where praise is due. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's see, where is there it is, Lord? All right. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, remove data on guns from its website after holding a private meeting with gun control activists. Well, isn't that interesting? According to newly disclosed emails, the CDC webpage titled Fast Facts, Firearm Violence Prevention, includes a portion on defensive gun use or instances when people use guns for defensive purposes. The portion defines defensive gun use and originally stated estimates of defensive gun use vary depending on the questions asked, population study, time frame, and other factors related to the design of studies. Priorities for research to reduce the threat of firearm-related violence indicates a range of 60,000 to 2.5 million defensive gun uses each year. The page now says estimates of defensive gun use vary depending on questions asked, population studied, time frame and other factors related to study design. Given the wide variability in estimates, additional research is necessary to understand defensive gun use prevalence, frequency, circumstances, and outcomes. The change happened under pressure from activists, the email show. Several weeks after the page was published in 2021, Devin Hughes, president and founder of GVpedia, emailed the CDC expressing concern with the 2.5 million estimate. Hughes said the figure stemmed from surveys that have fatal flaws and that the figure comes from a report that was published in 2013 before the Gun Violence Archive Began providing data That archive only estimates about 2,000 defensive gun use instances per year He urged the CDC to revisit and update the defensive gun use portion of the webpage Hughes apparently did not receive a response So he forwarded his message to Paul Murray, chairwoman of the Newton Action Alliance Murray sent the message to White House officials. Hannah Bristol, with the White House Office of Public Engagement, answered after consulting with the CDC. CDC reviewed many studies for the estimates used for this range in the fact sheet, and an update is not warranted at this time, Bristol said. Internally, Linda Dahlberg, with the CDC, also said the criticism didn't hold weight. We stand behind our fact sheet, which essentially points out that estimates of defensive gun use vary depending on the data source questions asked, population studies, timeframes, and other factors related to the design of the studies, Dahlberg said. She listed the 13 data sources. Hughes pushed back saying that he disagreed, that the gun violence archive only represents a small subset of people who use guns defensively. I would strongly urge the CDC to consider revising the fact sheet to add further context or at the very least removing the DGU section until better data emerges, he wrote. I would be more than happy to meet virtually to, discuss, to further discuss the research surrounding DGUs and how best to correct the misinformation in the fact sheet. That led to a meeting involving Hughes, Murray, Mark Bryant, executive director of the Gun Violence Archive, and three top CDC officials: Deb Howery, the CDC's acting principal deputy director; Thomas Simon, associate director of science for the CDC's Division of Violence Prevention; and Elizabeth Raymills, associate director for policy partnerships and Strategic communication at the division The meeting took place on September 15, 2021 Lasted 30 minutes The emails were obtained uh, by a lawyer Representing the California Rifle and Pistol Association Through a Freedom of Information Act request Exactly what unfolded in the meeting isn't clear But emails afterward indicate the activists made their case Thank you for taking the time to meet with us We deeply appreciate it, Hughes wrote afterwards. He said that he showed slides during the meeting that detailed problems with gun use estimates, particularly the estimate of up to 2.5 million uses per year. The slides were not included in the documents, some of which were redacted. Hughes also said that he hoped this is the beginning of the conversation. Thank you for sharing this, Simon responded. We also appreciate the opportunity to talk with you, Poe and Mark, at the time. And at the time that you put, and the time that you put into summary, you provide Brian, in an email to the CDC, acknowledged that the defensive use instances logged by Gun Violence Archive, which Hughes had cited, are an undercount because there is a propensity to just not report incidents that don't have someone shot or killed but that the 2.5 million instances per year had been debunked repeatedly, including by Gary Kleck, the researcher from whose study the number came. Kleck disagreed, saying that he was systematically rebutted with every single criticism of the higher defensive gun use estimates, pointing to a 2015 article he wrote. And that critics have simply ignored the rebuttals. Virtually all flaws in surveys known to scholars work to produce underestimates of the frequency of crime-related experiences. And so the notion that DGU is overestimated at all, never mind grossly overestimated, is wildly out of line with the scholarly knowledge of survey research, he added. Fleck has noted that CDC surveys from the late 1900s defensive gun requests haven't been included since, estimated about 1.1 million defensive gun use incidents per year. One of his most recent papers going over the CDC survey results also examined approximately 18 other surveys and found an estimate of 500,000 to 5.2 million DGUs per year. A CDC spokesman said via email, science leads all CDC decisions. Our goal is to present the science and the data objectively and in language that is easy to understand. The CDC said it came to determine that the initially listed range of DGUs was not easily understandable and may be outdated. The CDC said it came to determine that the initial listed range of DGUs was not easily understandable and might be outdated. CDC removed both numbers, low and high estimates, from the fact sheet and acknowledged that additional research is necessary to understand defensive gun use prevalence, frequency, circumstances, outcomes, the spokesperson said. CDC does not advocate for or against gun policy. CDC engages with a wide variety of partners every day. It is not unusual for partners to be connected to the agency through members of Congress or the White House. In the past year alone, CDC has met with a number of organizations interested in the topic of firearm injury and violence prevention, including gun rights organizations, gun violence prevention organizations, public health organizations, and medical societies. The Freedom of Information Act request asked for all documents relating to the CDC's decision to edit the gun facts, fast facts page. None of the documents that were returned showed any meetings or discussions with gun rights groups or anybody outside of the gun control activists. Howley and Simon did not respond to the request for a comment. Uh, somebody else uh, declined to comment. Some CDC officials didn't know why a change would be needed. I mean, all we need, all, I mean, all we say on the fact sheet, essentially, is that you get different estimates of defensive gun use depending on the methods you use to measure it and then point to the National Academy report, a researcher in the Division of Violence Prevention wrote. Hard to argue against that. What do you think the concern is with this, or is it something else? Ramos to, uh, told Hughes, Bryant, Murray, and CDC was planning to update the fact sheet in early 2022 after the release of some new data. We will also make some edits to the content we discussed, and I think it will address the concerns you and other partners have raised, she said. The webpage was changed in May. It was reported. No reason was given publicly for the change. Simon told a colleague and one of the newly Uh, disclosed emails that we simplified the text for defensive gun use, noting that the original text provided an estimate of annual
2: instances.
1: I initially submitted this um, Freedom of Information Act request back in June because I was suspicious of the CDC's motivation for editing their website as to defensive gun use survey statistics. Motivation. The fact that the changes resulted from an extensive pressure campaign by anti-gun advocates is disappointing but not surprising. When people ask why the gun rights community is skeptical of more funding to the CDC to research gun crime, I hope they remember this incident. The CDC has sadly become too politicized to be trusted. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Brian Hughes and Murray all advocate, all advocate for stricter gun laws. The Gun Violence Archive said it is not an advocacy group and that its mission is to document incidents of gun violence and gun crime nationally to provide independent verified data to those who need to use it in their research, advocacy, or writing. But Bryant described himself as part of the GVP community in his email to the CDC. GVP stands for Gun Violence Prevention. Until proof is available, we in the Gun Violence Prevention community respectfully request that this outlier, that has been used so often to stop legislation be removed until a panel can build a fair survey Which will be be- better reflect the true status of the number of defensive gun use, Brian wrote The archive did not return a request for comment Hughes, Hughes and Pedia have promoted gun control legislation The Newton Action Alliance wants to ban so-called assault weapons Cut gun manufacturers off from insurance and stop members of Congress from carrying guns. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen on U.S. Capitol grounds. If you don't support an assault weapons ban, then you support arming mass shooters, Murray said in one statement on social media. Kleck said that high DGU estimates don't threaten moderate gun control measures like background checks which only restrict guns among small, high-risk subsets of the population like convicted criminals. High DGU estimates, on the other hand, would present serious problems for those who support prohibitionist measures that would disarm all or most civilians, such as, as since such estimates would imply serious costs to disarming all or most prospective crime victims, he asked. Lord Jesus for your adjudications We are requesting adjudications from The righteous judge concerning The New York Times falsely Reported that about three out Of every 100 people diagnosed With COVID-19 die A falsehood the outlet Later acknowledged in a December 14 story claiming COVID-19 can spread From dead people Boy that was nasty A reporter wrote that up to 70% Of those infected with Ebola die, compared with about 3% of those diagnosed with COVID-19. There are two measures of fatality from a disease, infection fatality ratio and case fatality ratio. The first takes all infections and adds estimated ones drawn from serological testing and modeling. The second one is drawn from only confirmed cases, so it's always higher due to how many COVID-19 cases are undiagnosed. According to to one recent estimate, the IFR infection fatality ratio ranges from 0.49% to 2.5%, but is much lower for those who aren't elderly. To one set of estimates, the CFR for COVID-19 ranged from 0.1% to 1.9% in mid-December depending on the country. In the United States, it was down to 0.1% in September per U.S. Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Dr. Angela Rasmussen, who was quoted in the piece, said that she did not recall providing the 3% figure. COVID IFR varies by population and by age. Pre-vaccine, Some populations had IFRs in excess of 3%, although, again, it is highly variable, she wrote on Twitter. Linking to an estimate published in The Lancet, after being asked the New York Times for data to support the claim, the paper updated the article. Up to 70% of those infected with Ebola die. The figure for COVID is nowhere near as high, greater than 3% in the early days of the pandemic and something closer To 1% or even less now The piece now states As evidence, the paper Linked to a transcript of a speech Given on March 3rd, 2020 By the World Health Organization Director General Pedros, whatever his name is And the set of CFR Estimates In its corrected notice The New York Times said an earlier version Of this article misstated the death rate For COVID patients It is now 1% or less not about 3%. Mm -hmm. The updated claim is still wrong, expert noted. The language shows the paper is referring IFR, but its sources discuss the CFR. So that person said, for instance, that globally about 3.4% of reported COVID-19 cases have died. In the second link, it goes goes to an Our World in Data page, that clearly states it provides the CFR, not the IFR. This correction is still wrong. It is still conflating IFR with CFR. David, a science writer, wrote on Twitter, the correction is actually even more incorrect than the original claim. Professor Francois Balu, director of the University College of London's Genetic Institute, added, the New York Times and this gentleman did not respond to requests for comments. Other articles about COVID-19 written by that gentleman have also been corrected. One article infamously claimed that 4,000 children aged 5 to 11 died of multisystem inflammatory syndrome, a condition linked to COVID-19 during the pandemic. The actual number among all children was just 68, from 4,000 to 68 according to the CDC. The story was later updated to say that nearly 4,000 children between the ages of 5 to 11 have been diagnosed with MISC with no mention of the number of deaths. <sighs> lies, lies, and more lies. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Australian government should be urgently investigating the incredibly high 13% Percent Excess death rate in 2022 The country's peak actuarial body says An, act, an extra 15,400 people died in the first eight months of the year According to a new analysis of Australian Bureau's, Bureau of Statistics data By the Actuaries Institute With around one-third of those having no link to COVID Karen Cutter, an actuary of more than 25 years and spokeswoman for the Institute's COVID-19 Mortality Working Group, said 13% was an incredibly high number for mortality and that it was not clear what was driving the increase. Mortality doesn't normally vary by more than 1 to 2%, so 13% is way higher than normal levels, she said. At the beginning of last week, the working group released an updated analysis of excess mortality in Australia. The analysis was based on data from the ABS for deaths occurring before uh, August 31st, 2022 and registered registered by October 31st, 2022. It revealed 10% excess deaths for August alone and 13% cumulative excess deaths for the 8th eight months up to the end of August. Actuaries Institute is the professional body representing the actuarial profession in Australia. What's an actuary? A person whose work is to calculate statistical st- statistical risks, premiums and et cetera for insurance. People do. August saw another two weeks of very, very high death counts, followed by two weeks that were only very high, said Karen Cutter in a Twitter thread. After removing from and with COVID deaths, significant excess remains, particularly around the time of peak COVID in January and flu June through July, which suggests delays in emergency care having an impact and or possibly undiagnosed COVID, Sutter said. From COVID, deaths are where COVID is the underlying cause of death. With COVID deaths are where there was another underlying cause, but COVID was a contributing cause. These classifications are consistent with that used by the ABS. In a summary of table of total deaths to the end of August 2022, there's a clear increase in ischemic heart disease, 17%, the biggest contributor at 1,490 deaths. There are increasing trends in cancer and cerebrovascular deaths, and diabetes is higher than expected, which has been the case throughout the pandemic, she tweeted. The blog summarizes the table from August to from January to August 2022, total deaths were 13%, or 15,400 higher than predicted compared with excess deaths of minus 4,300, oh, I'm sorry, that's just a dash, 4,300 for 2022 and increase of 3,000 for 2021. There were 8,000 210 deaths from COVID representing 53% of the excess deaths and including 147 deaths reported as due to long COVID. While not shown in the table, 2,113 deaths with COVID are included among the other cases of death, representing a further 14% of the excess deaths and meaning that 33% of excess deaths have no mention of COVID on the death certificate. Doctor certified deaths from respiratory disease continue to be lower than expected, 8%, while doctor certified deaths from cancer are close to expected in percentage terms, 2% higher. This difference is statistically significant. Doctor certified deaths from heart disease, cerebrovascular disease, diabetes, and dementia were all significantly higher than predicted, between 8 and 17%. Doctor certified deaths from other unspecified diseases were also significantly higher than predict- predicted, about 11%, continuing a trend observed since April 2021. Ooh. <coughs> Note that this is a large catch-all category, and it is difficult to infer the reason for this large increase. Although history suggests that non-ischemic heart diseases probably make up around 25% of deaths from other unspecified causes, and non-COVID corona-referred deaths were 7% higher than expected. The working group also examined mortality by age, gender, and state and territory. Below are the excess deaths by month with deaths from COVID shown separately from other causes. With COVID deaths, with COVID deaths are not available and are included with deaths from other causes. The working group offers eight possible explanations or factors that increase excess deaths. The eighth one is vaccine-related deaths. They suggest the impact of vaccine-related deaths to be negligible. Australia has a very good vaccine approval and safety monitoring process administered by the Therapeutic Goods Administration. The latest vaccine safety report to September no, sept, November 17 shows that of the 944 reports of deaths following vaccination, only 14 were found to have been caused by the administration of the vaccine. In addition, the vaccine rollout ramped up slowly from February 2021 with high rates of vaccination in August to October 2021 and again in January 2022, but has been low for most of 2022. This does not fit with the timing or shape of the excess mortality. However, as noted, the increase in heart and stroke deaths in particular has led to suggest the COVID vaccines may be to blame. Earlier in the year, Australia's Therapeutic Goods Administration countered this claim, telling ABC Fact Check that it was false and unscientific to automatically conclude that vaccines caused these deaths. There was no credible evidence to suggest that COVID vaccines have contributed to excess deaths in Australia or overseas. This is untrue, of course. There is plenty of evidence from autopsies and other sources that the vaccines can kill including silently and suddenly by triggering autoimmune attacks on the heart that can, be, that can only be identified at autopsy. Their role thus cannot be ruled out without proper investigation. Ms. Cutter even admitted that she cannot prove the vaccines are not involved, albeit as part of the denial that they are. There is zero evidence that vaccines are causing these deaths as far as I'm concerned, but I cannot prove it. She argued that even if the 947 deaths in the TGA's most recent safety report were confirmed to be linked to the vaccine, the TGA has to date only confirmed 14 is linked. It would only be a fraction of the total excess deaths. This doesn't allow for underreporting of vaccine injuries, though, of course. She also claimed the timing of the excess deaths doesn't match with the vaccine rollout, and the age profile of people dying doesn't match with the people who've been vaccinated. However, this doesn't allow for people dying some weeks or months after their injection, perhaps due to an autoimmune attack triggered by a new challenge from the virus. So it doesn't allow that vaccine deaths may be concentrated in older people with related comor- comorbidities. In addition, it overlooks that there are indeed excess deaths in younger people. As Ms. Cutter has acknowledged, the working group gave eight possible explanations for the excess deaths. Above, we discussed the eighth, vaccine-related deaths. Of the other seven factors, which they concluded may have, been, may have had an impact, on excess mortality in 2022. Some related to shutting down society, although only one specifically referred to it. Delay in routine care. Opportunities to diagnose or treat non-COVID diseases have been missed for various reasons, including fear or lack of opportunity. The working group surmised that the likely impact was low to moderate, but likely to increase over time. Now, you got to remember, once Um, the news and the fear went everywhere and the terror followed, people stopped going to the hospital when they got sick. They stopped going in for routine tests and checkups and whatever else. They stopped showing up to medical facilities, period. They just stayed home. You got to remember that. Mental health issues, There has been much discussion throughout the pandemic about the impacts on mental health, including commentary that lockdowns and other measures are causing an increase in suicide deaths. The working group surmised the likely impact was low. Pandemic influenced lifestyle changes. The working group surmised that the likely impact was low. But when you shut down society, you cut off treatment. Can I say it loud enough? When you shut down society, you cut off treatment. When you institute a forced society-wide lockdown based on incessant fear-mongering, you reduce the amount of medical treatment that people undergo. That might be because people are too scared to leave their homes to seek treatment. It might be because you shut down certain services. It might be because you switch in-person care to Zoom doctoring. You know, the doctor can't touch you through the computer. Let's be real. It was investigated whether lockdowns caused an increase in mortality in Australia in 2021. If lockdown deaths are a real and legitimate thing, then we would see an increase in mortality from chronic illnesses that was somewhat offset by a decrease in mortality from sudden illnesses, he wrote. Even when you take out all the questionable COVID deaths, you still have easily identifiable overall excess mortality in 2021. So removing COVID data because of the confusion between died from and with COVID and because the purpose of lockdowns was to reduce COVID deaths, the remaining causes of death, as categorized by ABS can be further categorized as either sudden deaths or chronic deaths. Causes of sudden deaths then consist of ischemic heart disease, uh, cerebrovascular strokes and aneurysm, and respiratory illness, which may not be instantaneous but occurs over a much shorter time than chronic illnesses. The chronic deaths result from cancer, diabetes, and dementia. So under the theory that lockdown deaths would see a rise in the chronic mortality, partially offset by a reduction in sudden mortality, we should see the following in 2021. A rise in cancer, diabetes, and dementia, de- dementia deaths in 2021, chronic deaths, and a fall in ischemic heart disease, cerebrovascular, and respiratory illnesses, sudden deaths. However, ABS data shows chronic mortality rose in 2021 at the expense of sudden mortality. There is no further need for the for the discussion. It was concluded. Lockdown deaths are real, easily verifiable, and a crime committed by the Australian political class and associated medical cartels on their own citizens. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning new documents reveal how the United States government used a secret Twitter portal to censor COVID-19 content that was contradicted that contradicted the government's narrative. In its ongoing probe into Twitter's censorship practices, America First Legal has obtained a four set of documents exposing a secret Twitter portal which US government officials used to censor dissenting COVID-19 views in violation of the First Amendment. It's a revelation Elon Musk described As extremely concerning, the documents reveal that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention was collaborating with UNICEF, the World Health Organization, and Malfendo to migrate disinformation. Malfendo is a Facebook third-party fact-checking partner based in Indonesia that is funded by Google, known to have censored searches For keywords like coronavirus and COVID-19, as well as blocking information regarding adverse reactions and deaths caused by COVID-19 vaccines, Facebook started its third-party fact-checking program in 26ers from around the world who are certified by the International Fact-Checking Network at Pointer. To rate and review the accuracy of the content of their platform According to the IFCN website They believe nonpartisan and transparent fact-checking Can be a powerful instrument of accountability in journalism However, among their advisory board U.S.-based representatives appear to be From liberal-leaning outlets such as the Washington Post And PolitiFact, which are owned by Poynter On March 10, 2021, an email from the U.S. public policy employee at Facebook to several CDC employees spoke to the social media giants weekly sync with the CDC and how the CDC was to invite other agencies as needed. A March 24, 2021 email from the same Facebook employees to CDC employees said, this is my regular FB meeting and they would like to discuss two misinformation topics and misinformation that was removed. On May 10, 2021, a Twitter employee recommended to a CDC official to enroll in Twitter's partner support portal, which he described as the best way to get a spreadsheet like this reviewed. On May 11, 2021, the CDC official enrolled her personal Twitter account, partner support portal which allowed a special expedited reporting flow in the Twitter Help Center. A May 19, 2021 Facebook Community Standards Manual reveals how the company works with lawmakers and legal counsel as well as human rights activists in developing policies and their goals of bringing 50 million people a step closer to vaccinations while combating COVID-19 and vaccine misinformation, and overcoming global challenges in vaccinations. Methods used to accomplish this included removing false information that has been debunked by public health experts, and rejecting ads that violate their policies, including those that discourage vaccination. They also reduced the di- distribution of misleading claims rated by independent fact checkers. Posts that face but would delete, which the CDC or other public health authority deemed as false and likely to contribute to imminent violence and physical harm included. Claims that COVID-19 is no more dangerous than the common flu or cold. Claims that COVID-19 can not be transmitted in certain climates, weather conditions, or locations. Claims that for the average person, Something can guarantee prevention from getting COVID-19 or can guarantee recovery from COVID-19 before such a cure or prevention has been approved. Claims that COVID-19 tests cause cancer. Claims about the availability or existence of COVID-19 vaccines. Claims about the safety or serious side effects of COVID-19 vaccines. Claims about the efficacy. of COVID-19 vaccines, claims about how the COVID-19 vaccine was developed or its ingredients, claims involving conspiracy theories, here we go, about COVID-19 vaccines or vaccine programs. Content deemed to have been debunked included, among other things, vaccines caused the disease against which they were meant to protect or cause the person to be more likely to get the disease then natural immunity is safer than vaccine-acquired immunity, and vaccines are not effective to prevent the disease against which they purport to protect. Repeat offenders would face restrictions, including but not limited to reduced distribution, removal from recommendations, or removal from the site. These punishments were conducted despite evidence that the vaccines do not prevent transmission, that vaccines cause adverse effects and even death, and that more vaccinated people are now dying than unvaccinated. Even the CDC admitted in June that vaccinated people could contract the disease again. In August 2021, the head of Google's News Lab for the Asia-Pacific region emailed the CDC vaccine confidence strategist to invite her to the APAC's Trusted Media Summit. The CDC's vaccine confidence strategist then emailed the event planner for Google's APAC Trusted Media Summit, noting her excitement over being invited to what she referred to as the coolest misinformation-fighting speakeasy. The same CDC employee was then invited to the summit to give keynote addressing how the CDC was working with the World Health Organization and other international organizations to address the so-called infodemic using social inoculation to mitigate it. Now, the last part I'm going to let you read. I'm just going to tell you what it basically says. Uh, It's concerning uh, 14 Customs and Border Patrol agents who worked at the southern border and committed suicide this year. It's been released. I'm going to let you read it. These agents are exposed to traumatic experiences that affect their lives, noting that it's common for law enforcement officers to keep their mental health needs to themselves. But agents feel abandoned by the current administration. And they're talking about some of the comments that uh, Mr. Biden has said. When asked uh, why he wasn't going to the border While visiting a border state Biden told reporters at the White House It was because there were more important things going on He turned his back and walked up the steps While in Washington There's a lot that divides us in policy And often drives us in a lot of different directions But there are a lot of things that should unite us And so the rest of the article goes on to tell you What um, the officials the government officials have to say about this matter. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we respectfully submit these requests for adjudications to the righteous judge, and we thank Brother Marshall for coming to lead us in prayer concerning them.
5: Wow. We thank you, Father God, for the continual exposing of what's going on, some of it's all shielded in not very publicly, uh, carefully expressed terms to not offend anyone, <laughs> some people might call it politically correct, but may not be accurate, and you are a lover of truth, because you are true, Father, and Jesus is the truth, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, and the devil is the father of lies, And we thank you, Father, for exposing all these things, many things, many, many, many more things are coming to light. As you're hastening that that time to do that, Father, you're hastening what Jesus talked about, that you're exposing what the enemy is trying to do in, in the dark, Father God. And we thank you for bringing these things to light in Jesus' name. You said, for there's nothing secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So for each one of these different items that Dr. Sabrina has just read through, Father God, or at least give a, a survey of Father God concerning the uh, changing uh, from, I guess it's the CDC again, why they're involved with this, I'm not quite sure, but the, the use of, of guns for for defense, Father God. They don't want people to know that, yeah, some people do use physical arms for defense. We know the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to bring down the strongholds. But there's some people who are Christians that do want to have that opportunity. And Jesus said, it was good for the uh, in that challenging time for the disciples to even sell their garments and buy two swords. Now, two in the scripture is an, an indi- indication of inadequate or it's not necessary or just ne- because when when the the people were were in lack uh, of bread after Jesus uh, was teaching them in the wilderness, the disciples said, "Well, can we? We don't have even uh, two hundred penny worth of." Uh, 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 to buy all the food for this 5,000 people or whatever it was. The 200 indicates not enough. So you don't need physical arms, but you can have them. Jesus even encouraged them to go and have at least two swords. So, Father God, you know that there's a reason. That's why that's in the U.S. Constitution and many other countries, including Australia, would have liked to have that added to their uh, political documents, their, the equivalent of their um, Second Amendment, which they don't have, apparently. But that's one of the few things they've been trying to get rid of in this country for many, many years. It's interesting how many of these false flags always seem to pop up when there's a very left-leaning politician in charge who want to have all these rules already written in for their new laws to clamp down and restrict and restrict and restrict. So, Father God, we know that there's some funny business going on with these things, including the so-called hiding of the defensive gun use, (laughs) even today, Father amazing timing i went to a place very nearby where we live and i live on the very edge of a very blue city father god the people that call it that in this nation i think we, it might call it blue because people are kind of down and out and depressed and there's a lot of use of drugs and all kinds of other nasty things What's supposed to be called the city of brotherly love so father god we, we I, I was shocked to hear this lady that i've gone into this place for many years more than 10 years and she said, yeah, the people that were using guns right in front of her place <laughs> in broad daylight. <laughs> I said, but your website says you're still up until 7. Oh, no, we try to get out of here before dark. we usually close by 4, sometimes 4.30. And she said, yeah, they shot out our security cameras. And this is nearby. This is not in the city. So, Father God, we know that some people are using guns. And you know that the criminals, they don't have to get permits. <laughs> they get them whatever way they want to and do whatever they want with them. And, Father, I saw women and children walking in that same street she was just talking about, and they were just going along, happy as could be, at least they appeared to be, singing songs, and that's what you want us to do. You want us to rejoice in the Lord always. Maybe they're Christians. I don't know, Father God. So I even got to share with her about the benefits of Psalm 91. We claim that benefit for every believer, Father God. Yes, some of them might might want to have their own right to bear arms and their own I think we were even encouraged by somebody in, in, in a position of authority to even get a, a concealed carry permit not too long ago. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, Father God, because in this nation, in this United States, people still do that. I understand in Switzerland that they have a militia, and most people have armaments, and most people have food stored up and, and all of that. They have things, water provided, and things. They have even you know, little bunkers or whatever. They have things provided for the just-in-case. But, Father God, there are a lot of people, that want to be wise as servants and harmless as doves. So teach your people what you want us to do. He said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth all men liberally and abradeth not. I'm asking for myself and my family and all of us in our families. We want to know what you want each of us to do individually. Peter asked, but he didn't wait for your answer. He said, Lord, shall we smite with a sword? When they came to arrest Jesus in the garden and, and and you showed amazing compassion on the one that was arresting you, Jesus. You stretched at your arm, and his ear had been cut off, and you restored it instantly. Because you can do exceeding, abundantly, above all we can ask or even imagine. You restore missing parts. You restore, especially those that honor you and, and fall down in reverence and worship you and humble themselves in your sight, humble themselves in the sight of the living God, like we've been talking about during the Fast Father. And he said, if my people, which are called by my name, every nation, my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. And we we repent and renounce all of our sins, including apathy and just going along to get along. Well, they all want to wear a mask. I guess I could wear a mask. Is it necessary? Is it beneficial? What does that do? Are we covering your glory you know, that was an interesting thing. Well, I don't want to go too far on it, but people might want to look at Isaiah 25, around verse 6 or 7 or 8 or somewhere in there. It's something about the glory. And there's something about our glory for defense. And the end of Psalm 30, uh, David said, the psalmist said, he, you know, he's going to raise his voice to give glory to you, Lord. Now, glory is for our defense. If we keep praising you, Lord, if we're not ashamed of you, and we shouldn't be ashamed of the Lord. Why? Because... You're the one who gave us your all. You said it was water, poured forth. And what did you do? You're the vine. You changed the waters of purification, the wine and wedding feast. And you're filling us with yourself, your good spirit, so that we can walk in the spirit. We can have the spirit of adoption. We don't have to be controlled by fear or any other thing, Father God. So we ask, Father God, to overturn these things that the people are doing, that about the knees, whether they're all masons or whether they're in some other group or whatever that are just trying to oh trying to, Rush through Satan's agenda to kill, steal, and destroy, because that's what Jesus said in John ten ten that That Jesus came, we may have life and have it more abundantly, but Satan, Jesus says, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't want people to know what's really going on. Yes, guns can be defensive. They can be protective. In some states, if somebody breaks into your house to rape and kill and murder and steal, and you just wound that person, oh, they'll throw you in the slammer, and they'll let the, the thief go free. And this, oh my goodness, Father, we ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, all these different situations, Father God, including all the lies and the the deceit about what's really going on with the so-called COVID pandemic, the coronavirus 19 thing, that was actually well planned, well well planned ahead of time. And some of these people, they seem to know what's going to happen ahead of time. I think they're just fulfilling your demand of Satan. I think it's somewhere in Isaiah, you said, oh, show that you're a great God and, and tell us what you're going to do ahead of time so we can fear you. It, it talks about that. I, I can look it up later. But it's in there. I know it's in Isaiah something, for there's 40 something, I forget what it is, 41, wherever it is. That, that, that's what they're doing. That's why they have to say what they're planning to do. And they do rather boldly. And then they're so proud of themselves when they get to do that. Oh my! Yes, we're going to kill lots of people. That's what the Georgia guidestones were all about. They're done. They let everybody know why they got knocked down, who knocked them down. I don't know. Pat Holiday talked about that many, many years ago. I hadn't heard about it till I heard it from her. We thank you for exposing all these things, including the excess mortalities in Australia, and even what Dr. Sabrina mentioned tonight in this article about lockdown contributing to the increased deaths from suicide, and the horrendous thing with the increase. Suicides and the border protection people, the people working in that position in this country, particularly in the southern border. In Jesus' name, and we thank you for exposing these things that are being exposed from the change of management at Twitter, Father God. We don't claim that this person is, is suddenly a saint, but we know that things are getting coming out because we've been praying. Because the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and it to whomsoever He will. And I thank you, Father. The Lord just reminded me of something. I need to bear with me just five seconds, Satan and saints. (laughs) The Lord was reminding me today. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And it is written in Isaiah chapter 12, starting at verse 1, that in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me, and you had a reason to be angry with me before, but we repent and renounce all of our sins, including selfishness and apathy, Lord. Thou dost angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord, that is Yahweh, the King James says, Jehovah says, L-O-R-D is also translated Yahweh, is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. That day shall you say, praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us dominion on the earth, because we're created in your image. And even as it says in the very beginning of your book, in Genesis chapter one, verse twenty six, and God says, Genesis one twenty six, let us make man in our image. For after our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. We take dominion over all those creeps that seek to kill, steal, and destroy and those demons in them, and we bind them in Jesus' name. In agreement, according to Matthew Matthew eighteen eighteen, as well as Matthew sixteen nineteen. 19. God, Satan, you're bound, all your underlings are bound. And it says in Genesis Cut about that. About Chapter 9, beginning verse 1. And God blessed Noah, and as the human beings were all descended from Noah who was on the ark with his family. And God, and God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea. And into your hand are they delivered. They're delivered into our hand because he's given the earth to mankind, according to Psalm 115, verse 16. Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. But the flesh, with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, you shall not eat. And those people that are drinking human blood, Father, this is not according to your plan. Surely your blood of your lives will I require it. At the hand of every beast will I require it. At the hand of man will I require At the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. Satan, you and all your little pawns that are drinking human blood, those people in politics, those people in in the high-level positions in corporations, the people associated with the fascists and the the communists, uh, the global tyranny network, we cancel your demonic assignments to each and every single one all the saints and all their plans to steal, kill, and destroy. You are bound every, every one of your unknowns about stating, You're bound to all your underlings coming against all those we've been for, including those working on the southern border, those that are kind of associated with the CDC, trying to change things about what's really going on. Even as I heard something recently from a lady who has a, a website in Australia, and she had an int- interesting uh, conversation with um, a lady who's a substack uh, thing who's exposing what's really going on. Father, we ask you to bring to light what's really going on concerning the use of five G and all the use of the of the light that they're using to activate these things, because a lot of this COVID stuff can be deactivated by having no access. To 5G and the equivalent things, cut about that, uh, through LEDs and the, and the equivalents. So, Father, we ask you to expose what's going on. They don't know how, how these deaths come about. We know there's a huge increase in deaths. All the, not just this one group, I think it was in Australia, that, that Sabrina read through, Pastor Sabrina read through, cut about that, about a good day. But all the nations, they're all reporting dramatic increase in deaths, especially young people who hardly have any deaths at all normally, between the ages of like 25 and 45 or something like that dramatic increases, when they might have had a change of 1% a year or something, the increases in multiple digits, you know, like 15%, 17%. So, Father, we ask you to bring to light what's really going on and cause your people to wake up in Jesus' name. Satan, you're bound to every one of seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy. You're bound, or your you are bound in Jesus' name because of the name of Jesus, every knee must bound, every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father in Jesus' name. And it is written, in Psalm 113, verse, where is that Lord Jesus? 113, verse 4. The Lord is high above all nations, above all nations, not just Australia, not just the United States, not just Germany, not just Macron, not just Canada, above all nations, in his glory above all, above the heavens, every single nation, not just Uganda. And we think of the wonderful <clears throat> findings from this, this fellow who's been studying about Cut about that things that can help protect people, and some of them are just common, simple things, uh, like, like what's in a, a normal multivitamin, and you can get in a Brazil nut. Cut, cut that, 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 that. Thank you for that, Father. We thank you for showing us what we can do to protect ourselves. What is it called? Uh, selenium, a very common thing. 200 micrograms a day is not help, uh, harmful. 400 micrograms a day can be helpful for people who are sick to get, o- to get over things. There's cold symptoms, and we thank you for giving Jesus that power, and that name, the name above all names. Even as it is written in Psalm 143, verse eight, verse thirteen. Psalm 48, verse thirteen. Is that? Oh, I need to get the right verse here. Help me, Jesus. One forty-eight. Help me, Jesus, please. Verse thirteen. Please help me, Jesus. I can focus. I can do all things. There it is. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for His name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and the heaven. Oh, you're, you're, you're a, a above the Club of, Club of Rome? You're above the Masons? You're above all the people in the uh, DARPA group and all the World Economic Forum? You're above the WHO? Yeah, you're above everyone. Your name is Lofty. That's what excellent means. It means lofty, too strong, inaccessible, lofty, too strong, inaccessible and I love I love our sister Pat Holliday Father God and, and all of our brothers and sisters in the Lord I thank you Lord, actually to comfort each one but Pat Holliday she knew who she was and we had this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us because when she had that, par- that person who was a high level warlock come to one of her meetings and he was the first one to come up to be prayed for he said I want to see if you have more power than I do and she said oh, oh I don't have any power but I know one who does. In the name of Jesus, I command every demon in you to bow the, na- bow the knee in the name of Jesus. And that man dressed all in black fell down before her. His knees bowed because she commanded it in the name of Jesus because she knew the name. They that do know thy name will put their trust in thee. You have not forsaken them that seek thee. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. <laughs> <laughs> and we claim all the benefits of Psalm 91 over all the saints. Every witchcraft curse, eternally simple. When there's the spirits of sin, do those spirits tend to dust. I continue to speak blindness to us. I mean, muteness. to I mean, only hear what Jesus wants them to hear. Pertain to each and every one of us in Jesus' name. And we thank you for your mercies that are new each and every day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that when your name is near, your wondrous works declare. We thank you, Father God. You raised the dead. Did you raise the dead through Pat Holiday? Yes. Have you used other saints? Yes. Did she do it in her own strength because she was such a holy person? No. Not that she didn't give herself to you, Lord Jesus. She did wholeheartedly, and so you could use her. She humbled herself, and she was use- useful in your kingdom. But she couldn't save her own life when she was sick. It says that in your word. We can't do that. But she could pray for others. even Her daughters, when they were dead, it could be raised from the dead. We thank you, Lord. You do exceeding abundantly, more than we can ask or imagine. Satan, You're bound to all your unbelievers, bound every spirit seeking the killstone and destroy, every mind spirit, every spirit of death, hell, and destruction, bound again. All threats of Zeus bound, every ungodly spirit, every one of your spirits, every spirit trying to bring in ungodly control of people through every and any means including frequencies and vibrations through music and changing harmonics every ungodly spirit coming through through the 5G and every other source we cancel your demonic assignments no weapon formed against us will prosper and every tongue that shall rise against the in judgment thou shalt condemn but this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me saith the Lord no, we're not righteous on our own. It's only because of the blood of Jesus. And we plead that blood over each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. And for Tammy and her family and all the saints being challenged, many saints being challenged these days, many people have had family members that were sick. Oh, oh Father, we ask you to grant those that can receive it the gifts of repentance, to acknowledge you in the truth that they've recovered themselves from the snare of the devil, Father God. Including my grandsons. Uh, father, natural father in Jesus. name, we ask you to grant him and his family the gifts of repentance. They they keep going along with the narrative. They keep going along. Father, we ask you to deliver those that have been mind binded. We bind that spirit of mind control, the spirit of mass psychosis, mass formation psychosis and insanity. We bind every spirit of insanity and those spirits leading to suicide and death in every nation, not just at the southern border Asians, not just in Australia, every nation all over the earth. We bind that spirit of oppression, depression, discouragement in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Jesus, that you're able to keep us as the apple of your eye, Father. Thank you, Father, for being in the Lord Jesus reconciling the world unto yourself, not imputing our sins unto us. That's why all we have to do is repent of our sins. It says, "Draw nigh to God, and He'll draw nigh to you. Remain nigh by the blood." We plead the blood of each and every one of us over our hearts, over our minds. We thank for giving us new heart, Father, God, new hearts, new spirits within us, changing us all, and pouring forth of Your Spirit, as You promised. You said, "In the last days, I'll pour forth of My Spirit upon all flesh, and Your sons and Your daughters will prophesy, and Your old men will dream dreams, Your young men will see visions." And my handmaids and my servants in those days will I pour forth of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. We thank you the pouring forth of your spirit, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory, What you have done, are doing, and going to do. We give you praise and honor and glory, Father. And even as, Father, have mercy on Donald Trump. And those that have any position of influence and authority, and grant them the gifts of repentance that they need to, Father God, including Peggy and Christine Smith's descendants. I think they were involved with that great kind of a revival that happened in the Hebrides in Scotland some 70 years ago, Father God. And no, we know these are the last days, Father God. At least it certainly appears that way. We're getting very close to it, Father God. So we ask you to pour forth of your Spirit as you promised. You said, Thus saith the Lord that made thee and thee from the womb which will help thee. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, and Jethro, whom I have chosen. For I'll pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. I'll pour my Spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring, Father. He said, If two of you on earth agree to touch anything you ask, it shall be done, my Father, which is in heaven. We ask in agreement you pour forth of your Spirit upon all the descendants of every believer, not just pagan Christmas Smith's descendants. They don't have to be cute. They don't have to appeal to other people. They don't have to have, you know, attaboys and add a girls. Boy, yes, you certainly are a really slick politician or whatever. No, we need to have your approval, Father. That's the only thing that matters because we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow, and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of God the Father. Not just Macron, not just all these leaders, not just Biden, if he's a real human being still in his body, can actually make choices. I don't know if he is. I don't have any idea. I there's several people standing in for him. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver us from all the little charades and the shenanigans and all the actors, including Zelensky. He was a paid actor. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he was a really slick actor. So, many of these were actors, Father God, even the very uh, good-looking prime minister in Canada. He's so slick because he apparently used to teach acting. So isn't that interesting? They use actors to portray a narrative that goes along with the WEF. We ask you to expose what's really going on and cause the people to know the truth, that the truth might set them free. And maybe some people need to hear what Karen Kingston had to say on her Substack thing. I've never looked there, but my wife found something about it that absolutely amazed me. So, Father God, we ask you to help us all to be wise as her and the harmless dove and do what you want us to do and know how to protect ourselves in the natural and in the spiritual. And all those spirits coming from the electronics, from the 5G, and according to the directed energy weapons, return to least, simple 10 to them. Do those first and ten. Do those. I continuously blind the eyes and the immutest mouths They may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertain to each and every one of us in Jesus' name and all those things. We thank you for hiding us in the secret place to claim all the benefits of Psalm 91 over all of your saints. And even though I was telling the lady outside the shop today, yes, Psalm 91 is real. You just have to say it out loud. And if you say it out loud every day before you get going, and if you have communion first, that's even better. Because then you've got the blood, because that's what your faith is based on, not your blood the blood of the living God. And we thank you for performing your word, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your work that's forever settled in heaven. And you're hearing my prayers, Father. I don't know. It doesn't matter when anyone else, but it matters that you hearing our prayers in agreement, even as we pray for them, our hearts, Father God, because you're looking at the heart. And you said in Psalm 27, verse 4 to 6, One thing have I desire to the Lord, and that will I seek after them. I dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Not just Sunday, once in a while, not just Christmas and Easter, right? I don't even like to use that word. Forgive me, Lord. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now, right now, you are a very present help in times of need. And now shall my head be lifted above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yeah, I will sing, praises to the Lord. The meek shall lead and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. You give us your heart, Lord, and you can't die again. You died once. you in know, our life. We thank you, Father. Thank, thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for Your us, Father, for Christ's Thank you, Jesus, for living Make making intercession We Thank you, Holy Ghost, for growing into us. Thank you, Spirit of Adoption, Father. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry. Amen. Father, neither dwelleth to the abide, we with you, my. I will say of the Lord, He's my witness, my, my God, and my God and my Lord, and surely, not any
0: question.
5: Truly, he surely, the care of the of and He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings thou shalt trust his truth, shall be my. And I shield Thou shalt not be afraid and the
0: that in the air, then, the past, i not reward the the Thank you, Lord,
5: for the reward of the the
0: God of I was. the God of I will be. I we
5: have to
0: To in the you were raised, You
5: If you can use Pat Holiday and you, you have, and Sabrina and Dougie Bill, and all these things, some have called you to the but no
0: but you ain't the are Resurrection Service.